Daniel here from Daniel in a Tractor, obviously, because you clicked on the Daniel in a Tractor podcast. I am indeed in the tractor. Although, many of you may not realise that because of the new audio enhancing feature. Is the audio enhancing feature here to stay? More on that later. Before I get into that, just got a bit of feedback from last week's episode, some amazing feedback. You will not believe it when you hear it. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the cricket. I've had a controversial uh, submission about one Australian cricketer in particular. So I'll run through that a bit later on as well. And I'm also going to just rank my Christmas meats list from this year's Christmas functions been a little bit of talk about that on some group chats and whatnot so I thought I'd just chuck in my two bobs worth but for any of that I've had a thought so there is a podcast I listen to where I get all of my Hollywood gossip from and it's called The Juicy Scoop it's a lady called Heather McDonald I've got no idea how I stumbled across it but I enjoy it, I like what she has to say. And she's got this little community of listeners and she likes to call them the Juicy Scoopers. And she, I think they might even call themselves Juicy Scoopers. You know, she might be at the airport or whatever. They'll come up to her and say, hey Heather, I'm a Juicy Scooper. Love your show, whatever. And so it got me thinking, I think I need a name for all my thousands of listeners out there I've tried to workshop a few not many came to mind maybe like the tractorites some of that but then I did stumble across something that I think will work so from now on all of my listeners will be known as the Tractorians great name I think let me know what you think. This is a great name for all my fans out there. The Tractorians. We love him because he's a Tractorian. I think it's going to stick and it's going to be terrific. When people see me out in the shops or whatever say, Oh, you're that guy. You're from Daniel and the Tractor podcast. I'm a loyal Tractorian. Yes, I think it's going to work. One person who I'm not sure we can call a Tractorian, unfortunately. I gave him a shout out last week. He was a new listener. Cakes, the Cakeinator. He sent in some feedback. And I'm going to read it out now. Now, when you hear this, you're probably going to think that's a joke. He's just pulling your leg. No one. Whoa, off the fence. Holy dooly. That was some bad driving by me. Um, well, it actually wasn't me. I had the GPS on it. It just took me straight into a fence. Anyway, where was I? Cakesy, you sent in some feedback. You're going to think this is 
made up. But unfortunately for me, this is genuine, <laughs> genuine feedback from Cakes here. And I think, I'm not sure he's going to be back. So I'll read it out. I'll leave out just a time. Oh, no, I'll read it all out. I'll read it all out. Here we go. From Cakes. Former Tractorian. Okay, I've just listened to this podcast. The Big Cakeinator is a nice fella. I would have thought I'm a gun of a fella. Anyway, Daniel in a tractor. So sorry to say, but I nearly fell asleep. And that could have been the longest 12 minutes of my life. Hope your next episode is a bit more inspiring. But I admire your efforts. Not, not exactly a glowing endorsement from Cakesy. Obviously didn't listen to his mum when she said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But to be fair, he's honest. That's his opinion. Did he need to share it directly to my face? I don't know. But he did. And the episode was named mediocre, so I was aware it wasn't my best my best stuff. If I do have any best stuff. So we'll see if we'll see if Casey jumps back on board. I've got my doubts. Hopefully he does. Hopefully we'll win him back. And he becomes a loyal Tractorian once again. Christmas has come and gone. Food on offering. Food on offer? Food on offering? Food offerings? Food on offer was delicious as always. And I'm just going to run through my top five meats. Traditionally, this is my order. Barbecue glazed ham, lamb, chicken, pork, and last of all, turkey. Not a fan of turkey. I don't think anyone is. It's They should just not kill the turkeys and let them live their lives and then no one has to eat the turkey. I mean, I'll eat it. I'll have a needle on it, but I don't. It's just, it adds nothing. I know it's probably true, adds a bit of tradition, I guess, to Christmas time, but let's just save the turkeys. Save the turkeys and eat all the other delicious animals. So that's my traditional list, but this year had changed because something magical happened. So I'm going to rank them from worst to first. By the way, there's, um, basically it's on two uh, meals. Christmas Eve, my mum's, and then Christmas Day, and my mother-in-law's. So worst to first, obviously the turkey comes in last. No good. Fourth this year was chicken. It was just all stock standard chicken, just roast chicken. Nice, but like I said, stock standard, nothing special. Third, normally in second place, is lamb. Once again, like the chicken, it was just roast lamb. We might have roast lamb 13 times throughout the year. Delicious, but nothing special about it come Christmas time this year. Now, top two obviously have come from the pig, the pork and the ham. Normally the barbecue glazed ham, I reckon it lacks a little bit of barbecue glaze. There's obviously... It's glazed on the outside, then you slice it up, and you only get a little bit of the outer rim. Now, my mum this year accidentally left the pot of barbecue glaze on the bench, 
and we thought it was like a dipping sauce type scenario or like a pour over your meat type scenario and this solved the barbecue glaze problem we just tipped a bit on and it raised the level of the barbecue ham even further than normal and since it's number one i hear you say well the ham's going to stay number one well no you are incorrect the ham mum's ham despite raising the bar has somehow come in at number two because at number one is pork in the form of a pork belly cooked by my brother-in-law at my mother-in-law's house and it was just the most delicious meat I've had since the kangaroo I had in Sydney in 2003. And he ran me through the process, it seemed like an arduous process. Uh, put salt on, turn the oven down, turn the oven up, base it with vinegar, all this sort of stuff. But it was absolutely immaculate, an amazing meat, an amazing meal. Coming in at number one, 2022, Daniel in a track of Christmas beets. Pork, belly, cooked by Brentley Battle. Well done. Let's do it again sometime. Now, with Christmas, obviously, for a lot of people, uh, comes Boxing Day. Well, Boxing Day comes for everyone. By the way, we went to the mother-in-law's again on Boxing Day, hoping for leftover pork belly. Shamal just runs into the house. It's my wife. Runs into the house, goes straight to the fridge, collects up all the pork belly for herself and eats it all before anyone else can have some. That's how good it was. So Boxing Day, along with Boxing Day, comes Cricket, synonymous with Cricket. So I had this submission from an anonymous caller, and when you hear his take on this, you'll realise why he remained anonymous. Here he is talking about the great Australian cricketer, Ricky Ponting. Hi, Daniel. Your listeners may not be happy with the observation I'm about to put forward, in particular the residents of Japan, the United States and Germany. But there's been something rattling around in my head and I've got to get it out. It's been something that I've believed for a long time, but probably lacked the courage to verbalise. But the time has come. Ricky Ponting was overrated. He had a flawed technique. He fell over at the crease. He didn't play extreme pace well and he really only had one shot, which was the pull shot where he invariably used it to feast on medium-paced dibbler dobblers from Zimbabwe. The stats back it up. Against top, uh, top opponents of his era, England and South Africa, he averaged around the 43-44 mark. That's about the average of Chris Rogers. Against the Bangers in Sri Lanka, he dominated. Case closed. For what it's worth, my top dozen batsmen for Australia of the modern era are as follows. Michael Clark, Michael Hussey, Adam Gilchrist, Kepler Vessels, Alan Border, Matthew Hayden, Damian Martin, Simon Kadich, Mark Waugh, Steve Smith, Mark Taylor, and Matthew Elliott. Ponting doesn't make that cut. Sorry, Ricky. <laughs> Anonymous. Come on, mate. I don't know who you are, 
But that is a horrible take. Ricky Ponting is one of the all-time greats. 41, I think, test centuries. 13,300 runs. Second only to Sachin Tendulkar. I know he fell away towards the end of his career, but I think you're letting that cloud your judgment massively. Just because Kemar Roach got one through him, seemed to beat him for pace once. Doesn't mean he struggled against the rapid bowlers. It was a gun. And you need to rethink your opinion of Rick Ponting. And that list, that list of 12 batsmen better than Ponting is laughable. Kepler, Kepler Vessels. You say that uh, Ponting only averaged 43 or whatever against the top-class bowlers. Well, Kepler Vessels only averaged 41 all up. So, terrible, terrible take. I'm going to have to get your IP address, track you down, work out who you are, and then I don't know what I'd do then, but... I can't stop laughing. Uh, now, finally, that's about all for today. But the audio enhancement um, feature, I've had some feedback. 50% of people who responded or who got, uh, you know, said something about it, said, yep, it's fantastic, it's clearer, it's more professional, keep going with it. But the other 50% said no. I like the atmosphere that the tractor noises provide. I like to imagine you in the tractor. What are you doing in there? You actually, they actually like the GPS noises. They feel safe. People say they feel more comfortable. So where we go from here, I don't know. It's probably gonna depend on whether or not I remember to press the audio enhancement button. So. Just like this episode, you may have noticed some tractor background noise, some no tractor background noise. But the book is not closed on the audio, and please, phone, do not do this to me again. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.